the time of my life. And I've never felt this way before. And I swear it's the truth. And I owe it all to you. Unhinged crazy people. <laughs> now your voice cracking. Literally. <laughs> oh, well. Welcome to Unhinged Therapy. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I hope you guys are all recovering. I'm so sorry. Let me preface this with my voice is shot. I went to a Taylor Swift concert last night at MetLife, night yeah. three, and um, I left half of my soul out there with her yeah. and my voice, obviously, so I'm not sounding the best, like, the best at all. Fair enough. So Brie might be doing a lot of the talking. That's okay. I don't know how I have my voice after going to a music festival all weekend. I don't know either. I honestly have no idea. I didn't, like, go out drinking after, and I think that's what saved me. Probably. You know, I also didn't out myself because the night before the concert, I went out yeah. drinking and I saw a live band and like we were just like having so much fun. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm like screaming. Yep. And like, this happens to me every time I go out and drink anyways. Yeah. I didn't prepare. Yeah. Enough, so. I don't think I drank enough. That's when I lose my voice is when I like drink yeah. so much, but I don't know. I did in, in college a lot. Yeah. Every weekend, I started to forget what my normal voice sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle was just been smoking for 40 years Hell in yeah, then, Exactly. I was a different girl. <laughs> well, do you want to start, Danielle? How was your weekend? My God, you guys. Memorial Day weekend is always so much fun. Down by the beach. Call it my Super Bowl weekend. I'm going to keep it kind of brief because um, it hurts to talk. <laughs> but I went out. I had a good time. A lot of laughs. A lot of shots. A lot of boys. Um, <laughs> not the maybe. Like, kind of. um, and then Taylor Swift. Oh my God, you guys! If you haven't seen her, even if you're not like a huge fan, um, she's just an amazing performer. I don't know how she does it. Like, she performs for three and a half hours. That's so crazy. Three and a half That's hours. So awesome. She has ten albums, singing songs from each album, I and it's it. so nostalgic. Like listening to like the Fearless album. Like mm-hmm. I, like I just. I couldn't and like speak now. She only sang Enchanted, but that's mm-hmm. my favorite song ever. Mm-hmm. And I like lost my mind. And all too well, she sang the 10 minute version. Uh, Brie, I swear to God, 10 minutes is not enough for that no, song. No, it's not. That's where I think I really lost my voice. Yeah. Because that song alone like got me through so much. And mm-hmm. she was saying at one point in the concert, like how, you know, when she writes these songs, they're like her songs and like they're her mm-hmm. story, but. She, it's like fun to put them out because then we as fans or we as listeners can make it our own and like mm-hmm. relate it to like our life and like that's what makes sure. me so emotional sometimes like listening mm-hmm. to some of these songs and like any new experience and lie I'm like mm-hmm. oh my god like this takes me back to one point in my life and like this got me through so much or, like I resonate with it like it's yeah, you know yeah. what I mean it was so it was just like powerful and like she's just like a really like everything she does is like so purposeful I feel like yeah. <clears throat> So, um, all, like, really good show, really, really, I lucked out because my seat's really pretty good, and I didn't spend, like, an insane amount of money. Yeah. I know tickets are going for, like, a thousand to, like, two thousand dollars. More. More. I spent two hundred dollars on mine. Oh, my God. Yeah. Second level. Damn. Row 13, seat 13. 
And wow. if you don't know, Taylor Swift's like number is 13. 13. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is so cool. I yeah. love that. And Ice Spice came out at the end. So dope. I almost passed out. <laughs> I screamed so hard. I really was like, whoa. I'm a little lightheaded. <laughs> She's busy. Was, guys, it beats going out over Memorial Day weekend any time. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't have FOMO at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Take it away. I'll take it away. Um, I also spent my weekend seeing music, not Taylor Swift, not the Queen, but I did go to Boston Calling in Boston this weekend, and it was incredible. I will say, like, the same thing. Like, I love going, doing something, like, that's very memorable. And, like, I did not miss Memorial Day weekend at all because I had, like, the time of my life. Like, I saw so many artists that I've loved for so many years and even new ones that, like, were so cool like on friday i literally just pulled up the schedule because i saw so many people in like the whirlwind of like three days that like i just pulled up the um schedule of the bands that i saw and we started off with chelsea cutler love her Queen. i love her so much i saw her once before with quinn 92 um in new york and her voice is just fucking incredible yeah. and that was a vibe um, I saw Teddy Swims, and it was the first time I saw him live. I didn't really, I don't really know a lot of his music. It was dope, his set. Um, the National, so we stand. And then Niall Hor- Horan was there. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he was. Stop. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Oh, God, no, he wasn't. Danielle, were you a One Directioner? Yes. Yeah, was, was I a One Direction? Are you joking? I loved One Direction with my whole heart and soul. I stalked them. I went to New York for their first Today Show. Like, I was obsessed. Wow. I had a whole Twitter fan account for them. A Tumblr page for them. No way. Niall, I was a Niall girl, and specifically, I had two life-size cutouts of Niall, and then, like, three of everybody else. (laughs) No, I mean, I had Liam, um, Zane, Harry... I didn't get Louie, like, I boycotted Louie for some mm. reason. And then I had two of Niall. I'm crying. No fucking way. Well, he was there. He just won The Voice, too, his first season. Wow. Yeah, anyways. Dang. Wow, I'm really jealous of that one. Yeah, honestly, I'm so sorry, Danielle. Yes. I was just going to say, like, he was good. Like, me and um, our friend Bree, like, literally sat in the back and we were like, he played the story of my life. That was the only One Direction <gasps> song he played. And I butchered the lyrics. You know, I was like, the story of my blah, in the back. And, like, these girls looked at me and they got so pissed off. I would be pissed. Yeah. I, I, you know, but, but it was, song a was iconic. It was a vibe. You know, he was great. It was his first festival. He said, he's yeah. a great. He did so he's good. He's on tour. Yeah, he did so good. We stand. Actually, his music actually was pretty good. Like, he I actually liked his album. Like, the music yeah. they played from his album was really dope. Um, and I just took my breath away. Yeah, I feel like this is going to really trigger Danielle, but I have to say, the highlight of the night was not Niall Horan. 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 I'm so sorry. Um, it was the Foo Fighters. Okay, fair. I That's literally fair. have loved them. I think most people, if you have, like, a heart and a soul like the Foo Fighters, yeah, or at least fair. know a few songs. Um, they were fucking incredible. I've been waiting to see them for years. And it was really dope because their drummer ended up passing away last year. And they had to get a new one. And they put a lot of like spotlight on the new drummer to make him feel comfortable. And they like yeah. made a speech for him. And they were basically like, uh, I don't want to butcher it because I don't remember exactly what they said. But they were like, we're so thankful that we have someone that makes us love this music so much. And, like, that feels a part of the family already. Like, it was very nice. They made him feel really included. And it was 
they put on an incredible show. Like, definitely recommend seeing them if you ever have the chance. Um, then Saturday, I busted my blussy for Fletcher. Um, I'm literally just going to skip right to Fletcher because I saw a lot of people. I saw Mount Joy. I saw Declan McKenna. Like, I saw a bunch of people that are really fucking cool. The cute bandits, whatever. Um, Fletcher, I busted down. Tits out for Fletcher. I, I literally wanted to take my top off and throw it at her. Like, I was so horny the whole time. Um... <laughs> I love her. And it was my first time ever seeing her live. I literally... And they had... The disrespect they did because they put her and Noah Khan, which is one of my favorite artists of all time, at the same exact time. So I left Fletcher while she was singing Becky So Hot because... Okay, it's Becky So Hot. Like, cool, whatever. Like, everyone listens to that. Becky So Hot. Yeah, Becky is so hot. Like, point blank period per. Um, so then I went to go see the end of Noah. And I... My soul ejected from my body and then came back in, and it was the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And on my way home from Boston today, I was looking up tickets to go to a show. They're all sold out. Will I drop the money to still go? Absolutely, because I need to see him fully through after yeah. that. Um, and then we saw Alanis Morris, um, the Flaming Lips, and the Lumineers, which I love yeah, so much. Love I literally drowned in my tears. I the second they played "Stubborn Love," the last song, and that's like one of their most popular. But that song literally got me through every hardship I've ever had in my life. The second I heard the instrumental, tears streamed violently down my face. Violently, I was sobbing, shaking, and my friend was so drunk I don't even think she realized because she was like da dancing and jumping with me, and I was like. <laughs> Tears sobbing, like screaming, screaming, crying, <laughs> throwing up. Literally. <laughs> oh, and I cried during Dead Sea too. Oh, so good. Um, and then I saw a bunch of good people. I'm not gonna go through every single person. So I'm just really living through the days. But um, Sunday, I saw a bunch of people like Oh Seventy Shake, the one that sings Escapism. <gasps> yeah, I that was good. I listened to her album. Did she sing The Thrill Is Gone? No, it's not that girl. Oh, it oh. was the button. It was like the um someone that was featured oh, on okay. it. So, um, they were really good. Bleachers was fucking incredible. If you know who Bleachers is, I love you. Um, take your top off for Bleachers. Um, and then we saw Marin Morris. Um, and then we wanted to see King Blizzard. But they were playing the same time as Paramore. Paramore, Paramore. And I could not miss Paramore. It was my first time ever seeing them live, and I've loved them since a kid, yes. as everyone fucking does. Um, and it was probably one of the best live performances I've ever seen. I'm sure Taylor Swift would probably a little better, but Paramore literally, like, I have no words. I was left speechless. There goes my phone. Um, that's how speechless I was. Uh, yeah. So it was honestly a great fucking weekend. I love live music. I love bands. And I love spending time with like, my friends. And it was like the best combination of yeah. all three. Music is so powerful. It really is. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. No. No, for real. <laughs> it really is. Like you said, like you just really go through all of the moments. Yeah. Like I literally, when Paramore was so stupid, they played The Only Exception. But that song... <gasps> I used to listen to the only exception and it's like so popular, but I used to listen to it when I was with my ex and then like, I thought he ruined that song for me. And then I listened to it again while I was there and I was like, literally started crying. Cause I was like, I am so good right now. Like I am so happy. I like, I can't wait for the song to mean something again to me. Oh my God. Like, I love that. Music really is just so powerful. It makes you have so many revelations. Yeah. Literally like. And it just brings you back to like a certain time when this was like the only thing that got you through it. Like, yes. 
Oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah, me too. Well, I don't know how we actually are sitting here and filming this podcast right now because I literally, I still have not showered since, well, I bought, I showered in Boston, okay? But since I got home, the most thing I'm excited to do right now is wash my hair. She yeah. is crusty and dusty. Mine is really bad, but that's why I'm wearing a hat. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Oh, Oh, well, guys, we hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. We hope you busted out your blussies like I did and Danielle did. Um, and let's hear a word from our sponsor. <laughs> All right. So this week, um, we have a little announcement. We have a little bit of a surprise. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's that exciting. Uh, yeah, it's not. <laughs> um, but this is our 20th episode so that being said, we have a lot of things that we've done that we want to do. We have a lot of things we want to talk about. We just have so many ideas. And we have so many plans. So many plans. And like, in order to do that, we kind of may need to take a little bit of a break. We're having our season one finale <laughs> tonight. Welcome to the finale. Unbeknownst to you. Oh, but listen, we'll be back very shortly. We have so many things planned. We're going to actually start a YouTube channel and start vlogging yeah as we bring like, everything together yeah. um and we will be back to you probably in a couple of weeks yeah and i'm i'm in the process of moving right now mm. so i just kind of need some time to do that yeah and like just get our things together get our ducks in a row exactly one two three four five six seven eight i need to recover with this voice of nine ten eleven twelve yes the numbers don't stop no they don't stop so when we say we have a lot of things planned we genuinely do we have a whole Google Drive, a whole yeah. Notes app, a whole everything. I'm gonna shout out Brie right now because I don't think that this podcast would be what it is and like the without the time and effort <laughs> that Brie puts into everything. So appreciate it because I truly, I wouldn't be able to do this by myself because you do a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that is should be recognized and thank you. Thanks. I couldn't do this without you either, Danielle. We're a good team. We are. We're like a, we we have a good balance. We really do. Yeah. We, yeah. It's fun. It is fun. I yeah. love doing this with you. Me so too. I never want to stop. Me <laughs> even if we literally like we've always said from day one. Even if we have one listener. Exactly. Like this is just fun. It's fun. We get to spend time with each other, and any message that we get that we say, like we make an like a impression on someone, and like it helped them or like it made them laugh that day. Like it means absolutely the world. Literally, like. I'm not just saying that. It means yeah. so much. Like, oh my God, like that's so exciting. Like, it makes us feel good. I'm happy that it makes you guys feel yeah. good. Like we're building a community and it's so fucking cool. Yeah, it's cool to see. Um, but, and honestly, it really does feel like therapy. It does. Because I haven't seen my therapist in a little bit. And this year, next week, don't worry. Oh, good. God knows I know it. Oh, when am I seeing mine? It's in the Cali. <laughs> the calendar. But it definitely is like, it feels like a therapy session. And like, even yeah. when we talk like, outside of this it is like it's so therapeutic it is um, I, I would definitely say like we've said in many episodes find people that make you feel seen make you feel heard yeah and I think I've definitely found it with this podcast and I genuinely like me and Danielle we were close but like this has brought us so close so together closer, like yeah. you're my go-to person for like everything <laughs> I love that and I just really appreciate like everything that this yeah. has done for us honestly I was about to say like we were like close before this, but as you said, we we're definitely a lot closer. And like, this also was a really transformative like couple of months for me, especially. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't know where I was going with any of my friendships, and I'm so glad that like 
I have you. Yeah. And, like, we did, like, build this friendship. We're so wholesome today. We are. (laughs) Um, But this is our 20th episode. Like, that is crazy. It's so crazy. And we're going to kind of talk about our favorite episodes, kind of the journey that we've done and, like, been on these Mm -hmm. last couple of months. Yes. So let's start with you, Bray. What was your favorite episode that we've done? That's really tough. I really love a lot of them. I would probably say... Um, I think that the social media one gets slept on a lot, and I really do love the social media episode because I think it affects us a lot more than we think. And I would almost like to like talk about it again at some point because yeah. there's so much to dive into with that. Yeah. I would also say my favorite one that we probably ever did was the What I Wish I Knew When I Was Younger because I feel like it really showed a new vulnerable side to us. Like yeah. We were vulnerable before, but like it showed like how to really... like I think it showed a different aspect of like why we are the way we are yeah. and like helped us like grow personally. Yeah. Too. And I think um it was super cool to highlight that even though like we both have different like experiences that like it's really good to see and like hear from other people that like it's okay to be different mm-hmm. and you're still going to have the same feelings at one point or another with somebody. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, so that one was really nice. I liked that one. And just kind of like reminiscing like about your past experiences. Yes, yeah. It's always good to reminisce on the good and the bad. And remember that we often hold on to like bad memories a lot more than the good ones because they're just so intense. But there are so many good memories in between that. It's also good to like reflect and be like, oh my God, like that was shit that what I went through. But here I am. Exactly. Yeah. Here the fuck I am, bitches. Boop, bop, da-da-da-da. Yeah, smack it. Smack that on the floor. Smack that. Give me some more. Smack that. Mm-hmm. All right. What was your favorite episode? Um, I would say, let me see. Um, I liked when they come back just because I yeah. always say that. I feel like it's very true. And like, especially right now, it's very true. Yes. <laughs> um. Yes. And I feel like that's the case for, like, everyone. And, like, I feel like when you're going through a breakup, that's, like, all you want You all you want is that for to yes. happen. And, like, you don't realize it. But as time goes on, you want it less and less. And then when it does approach you again, you're like, I don't want this. No, like, 100%. I just felt that one's, like, a personal level at that time when yeah. we did that. I f- yeah, when they come back, really, like, your exes always fucking come back. And whether you want them back or you don't, like... It really is just something that triggers you. Not even triggers you, but it brings emotions regardless. It brings you back to that place where it's like, I'm not here anymore. Exactly. And it's like, I don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. I've come so far. Yes. Um, I liked... I mean, I loved all of them that mm-hmm. we've done. Um, I liked this, the cheating one. Yeah, the cheating one was good. That was spicy. That was spicy. I feel like... Oh god, like men are just shit. Men are so shitty. I I'm sorry. I like I like I said on the episode, like you can work past cheating, but mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. And then I really liked Friends Flags and Forgettable Men. That one's one of my favorites too, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I really like that one too. Yeah. And I just like and everything we say is like very real and like very personable, like personal mm-hmm. too. So like it's really not the easiest, like, speaking, like, you know, your your personal life or your yes. personal inner feelings. 
but this has made it like obviously a lot easier mm-hmm. and having people to like validate so yeah we really we don't like like we said before in episodes we don't plan the episodes yeah. we literally sit there and we're like okay what are we going to talk about this this and this and we just kind of ramble and it comes literally straight from our heads our hearts our asses we don't know where it comes somewhere. from it comes from somewhere and it's it is very hard like talking about like your personal like shit that you've been through but it's also, also like you know, sorry go ahead no go ahead no <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say, you don't know who's listening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You don't know who's listening. You don't know if the person you're saying is a piece of shit is listening or the old friend group or the ex or their sister or their mother. Um, and it is a lot of pressure. But I think that the fact that we're talking like about real things makes it feel more like relatable. A, relatable. Yeah. Especially with friends and flags and forgettable men. Because a lot of men are forgettable, and there's a lot of red flags to look out for. <laughs> I think I've learned something from, like, each episode that we've done, too. Like, mm-hmm. and I just, like I say, it feels like a therapy session every week. Yeah. And, like, finding what works best for us is, like, very fun throughout it, too. I agree. I yeah. think we're finally, like, figuring out, like, our niche, like, the way we like to do things. And yeah. We're only going to make it better because we have so much. So yeah. Much. I, like, really want Brie to do my makeup. Yes. Because I don't know shit about makeup and that was like one of my New Year's like goals I wanted to do is on my vision board that like I want to get into it. I want to know how to do it and like Brie slays her makeup. Thank you. So that will be fun because I literally know nothing. I don't know much. I won't say I know nothing. I'll give myself some credit. I know some things. You know some things. You do. Yeah. And I'm just like I didn't grow up like doing makeup or watching makeup. I just recently got into it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like wearing makeup I never really did. Mm -hmm. I should (laughs) have. Did it. Danielle. Whereas I was literally on the bus in fifth grade I would put on a face of makeup on the way to school and then I would try to wipe it off on my way home and then I didn't realize that mascara when I was 11 10 years old doesn't just come off you turn into raccoon eyes and I walk in the house like da 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 I think I had a beautiful fresh clean face my mom would be like what is that whereas I stole her fucking mascara out of her bag she had no idea and oh my god rebel so I've been doing makeup forever it was like my favorite thing watching growing up I would watch what was her name Bethany Moda or something on YouTube. YouTube. Loved her. Like, it was my life growing up. I literally remember in high school, I started putting foundation on mm-hmm. before I was going to school because I, like, started to have acne. Mm-hmm. But I had my mom do it for me. And I would go downstairs and I'd be like, can you put that stuff on my face? And she Aww. would. Oh, she is such a fucking queen. My mom is a queen. Um, but I literally had no idea, like... And then I remember in college, my friends were teaching me about, like, concealer. Aw. (laughs) I love that. It's so funny, like, how different. Because I literally, by the time I was in college, I literally could have been fucking James Charles if I put some energy into it. Minus the touching kids. So Yes. (laughs) Important to highlight that. Important to note that. Yes. That I should have started a YouTube because I really Never too late. It is never too late. Well, we are going to start a YouTube for Unhinged. And I'm going to do Danielle's makeup, so stay tuned for that. My sister would teach me what contouring was just like two years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So I'm really getting there. I hated mascara. Like, I used to hate mascara. (laughs) I never put it on. Mm -hmm. Now I'm learning about finishing powder. I have that. Setting powder? Setting powder. There you go. I have that now, so... 
We're moving. We're moving. We're moving up. We're maturing. We're Only growing. up in this world. Yes. What's the favorite, like the best thing or like favorite thing that you learned so far? Like about like the podcast or like podcasting or like. Just in general, like from this experience. I feel like it holds me accountable. Yes. Because I say things that I believe and like I think is true, but then I'm put in a situation sometimes where I kind of like consider going against it. Mm-hmm. And like that, I it holds me accountable because I'm like, who would I be if I would do that when, mm-hmm. I'm, when I don't believe that? And like I've mm-hmm. said it before. Yeah. And I'm giving this advice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm, I think I've spoken about it before, but when we did the friends, finding friends in unconventional places, I was like, put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And then I had a situation where I was like not going to go to something because I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And then I went because I was like, who would I be if I like didn't do that? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm so glad I went because I like had such a good time. Mm-hmm. Like I met other girls. Mm-hmm. So I would say that it holds me like really accountable for things. Yeah. It's like almost like following your own advice and taking your own advice. Which is something I am working on. Yes. Everyone I think is. I think it's very hard. I think it's very easy to be outside of something and look into it and be like, oh, this is what you should do. And then when it applies to yourself, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Cause like, you don't, like, I take feelings into consideration now when I tell people advice, especially mm-hmm. just because, like, I don't know, I just, I am now, like, because I can be like, oh, I, I felt that way before. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but like, it doesn't matter. It's not your feelings. Like, right. the person who's feeling it is feeling it. Like, right. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you can only try to relate so much to it. But. Yeah. Like, everyone's feelings are valid, even if you don't fully understand them. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What about you? I would say probably that like the power that there are like in my words and like what I put out there because I think I mentioned it before probably in like our second episode I was like I really had a tendency like when I see black I say things that I don't mean and I say things that I regret and that I can't take back and with this experience it's almost been like anything I put out there is on the internet forever. Like, there's no going back. And I am not the bitch to sit on Instagram and like sub t- or Twitter and like subtweet someone or yeah, make some no. like a comments about someone. But in person, like, I have said things to people or about people that like I can't take back and I regret. And that's something that like I feel like with this, it's really taught me like your anger is not a justification for speaking poorly on something. Um, and just to really hold weight with your words and mean what you say. So I'm much more like, Almost like I've calmed down a lot. Like I've been much more like I've learned how to speak a lot better through this experience, honestly. Communication. Yeah, I've improved my communication a lot. And like just with this and speaking on a public platform and also just in my personal relationships because a lot of times I think impulsively, but with that impulsive thought doesn't mean I have to act on it. I could sit on it and say what I actually need to say in a respectful and kind way. That's not going to yeah. be detrimental to someone. Yeah. So I think I've definitely learned, like, your words hold power and you should mean what you say, whether you have an audience or you have no one in the room. I love that. Yeah. I've also learned um, that, like, um, what's it called? I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> not the hangover kicking in. <laughs> I was going to say something, like, groundbreaking. Like, <laughs> something about, like, oh, oh, this is what I was going to say. 
I love my friends. I love them so much. But it is a little frustrating when I'm like, have you listened to this week's episode? And they're oh like, my God. no. I'm like, if you were to put something out there, I would support you. Yeah. So that's a little frustrating. I know they're not going to hear this because I know they're listening. <laughs> so. But it's also been really nice too because I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, you're missing out. <laughs> I think it's also like... People that I would never expect to listen have been messaging me yeah. and me, like being like, I listened to your podcast this week and I loved this, this, and this. And they'll like tell me what they like and their opinion and like sharing thoughts back and forth and reconnecting with people like that I did not think yeah. I would have like that yeah. type of communication with. It's nice to see that like, oh my God, like you're listening. Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. And then people are like enjoying it. I'm like, yeah. So, so cool. cool. Yeah. So cool. I would definitely say a lot of, some of my friends do listen and those that do, like, I really do appreciate it. Like my friend literally, when we first started, he was like, I'm not going to listen. Like I don't listen to podcasts. And then a few weeks ago he was like, yeah, I listened to the first couple of episodes. Like I, he listens to like the office podcast and he's like, and then when I get bored of that, like I will listen to yours. And I was like, that means so much. Like, so then he's not on time. He'll, he'll get to this episode maybe in a year, but that's okay. That's okay. We stand. We stand. (laughs) You're listening. Yeah. I'm so sorry you're listening to this one because my voice is shot. Yeah. Uh, well, should we talk about what's to come? Yeah. Let's let's do it. Okay. Okay. Well, guys. Let's guys. We're, <laughs> we're going to be building a studio. Yes. A studio. So we're going to have a totally new sounds vision everything's gonna look really good if it comes out like we have it in our brain yes um and we're gonna vlog the whole experience show you guys what we're doing how we're doing it yeah um i have an audio guy my friend christian it's actually his birthday today happy birthday christian happy birthday Um, i actually didn't text him yet it's 9 p.m um (laughs) but he's been helping me pick out mics and just helping me with whatever i need with audio and i really appreciate that so um, it's going to be a whole new look, a whole new vision. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really excited for it. It's like mm-hmm. a new chapter. A new era. New era. Oh my God. <laughs> like T-Swift. It's our podcast era. It's our podcast era. It's our unhinged podcast era. Okay, wait. Me and Brie this weekend were like, what Taylor Swift's era are we in? What era do you think you're in? Fuck, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me think. Like, low-key reputation. That's mine, too. No, I don't think I'm reputation. <laughs> um, I literally, last year, like, I saw a TikTok, and it was, like, when you're going through your breakup, like, which um, Taylor Swift album are you or whatever today? I was red for, like, a long time. Yeah. Um, up until a couple, like, months ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like I'm in reputation right now, but I think reputation. You think? I think so, actually. Okay. I think I don't know. What do you think? I I can't pick your repu- I can't pick your era for you. I would say that's accurate. I said reputation. Well, Brie actually said it too because she was like, I feel like you've not lost a lot of people, but like I definitely have weeded out the people that I feel like were like, literally like like not having the best intentions with me for my life, and like I really don't give a fuck what anyone says about me now. Like I post what I post, and it is what it is, and I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Um, I think everyone hates me. Not everyone hates me, but that's like kind of the mindset I have. So um, this is why we can't have nice things, you know. So this I think is I'm why like, we can't have nice things. Don't okay, wait. I don't know. What do you think I am in? 
I think you're in reputation. I also, I'm trying to think. Because I feel like it doesn't fully fix. I feel like you're still like, you have like a lot of emotions yeah. right now. And reputation does have emotions, but it's more like anger. Anger, and I'm just living my life and with no apologies. And I think you are doing that. But I also think almost a little bit of speak now because that's angry. I think speak now. It's angry, but it's also like, I don't, like, I'm like figuring, I'm still like a little emotional. Yeah. But, but I'm also like getting over it. Exactly. Yeah. I would say speak now then. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Speak yeah. now's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, like mean. That. Mean would be iconic yeah. for you. And like better than revenge. Yes. <gasps> exactly. I just got so hype. Exactly. So I think you're in Speak Now and I'm in Reputation. Not even because everyone hates me. That was dramatic. I think it's just because I'm living a life where I don't care if everyone hates me. I think you are like, you're like, yeah, bitch, this is me. Yes. Take me or leave me. Exactly. And I don't give a fuck what you think. Exactly. I've always thought that about you, though. Like I've, And I'm so happy like you see that. I'm finally, like, coming into that, though, because that's, like, the front that I give out, but I never, like, actually, like... Feel... Yeah. yeah I was yeah. more, like, in my feels. I was probably, like, in my folklore era in my brain, but, like, everyone thinks I'm in my reputation era, and now I'm actually in my reputation era. I love that So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, speak now. Yeah. There you go. Ooh, hits <laughs> out for speak now. That's it. Uh, did you have any unhinged habits this week? Well, <laughs> other than... Literally screaming my head off that I almost passed out. Um, fuck. My room's a mess. My car is a mess. <laughs> my life is a mess. Like, actually, such a mess. I kissed a boy. And she liked it, did you? Yeah, all right. Okay. This is like a little smooch. It wasn't like... Eh. Um, Ooh, romantic. So romantic. <laughs> I'm probably just like drinking my life away. Fair enough. And just looking good while doing it. Okay. I don't know if that's unhinged. I haven't put my laundry away yet from last week. Okay. Fair enough. I'm running on fumes. I got a spray tan because I was tired of being pale. But then I went to the beach after and I got severely burnt because I didn't know if I could put lotion on. I'm crying. That's unhinged. That's unhinged. Getting a spray tan. And if you know my experience from Fort Lauderdale with my sunburned shins, remember? I oh my ice. god! <laughs> Not your shins. Not your shins. No, Danielle. I we te- I texted Danielle this weekend, or, or my friend Bree did, because we have a group chat, and we were like, my shins, because our feet hurt so bad from walking so much, and Danielle always talks about how much her shins hurt. I got shin splints. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And they were like, my shins. I go, it's my calves now. <laughs> no, remember I got really sunburned and put yeah. water down. I had to like ice yeah. my leg. I had like ice wrap around it yes. like, to go out. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I had like third degree burn. Like oh, it was bad. That's so horrible. They look good now. Thanks. What was yours? Um, I would say, so the drinks at the festival were so expensive. For two Twisted Teas, it was $30. Fuck that. Yes. Fuck so that. Sorry. They had this nice little mocktail station for Red Bull, um, and they were $5 mocktails. So what did I do? I stuck six shooters in my boobs and walked into the <laughs> event with Casamigo shooters and Tito shooters in my tatas. Mm, and I went to the, into the porta potty like a classy girl that I am and poured my Casamigos into my Red Bull. And you know what? It was phenomenal for those $5 
$7. I think it was seven because I tipped every time. Of course, tip your bartenders, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and also, my other unhinged habit is a really hot guy at this like tent handed me a chip for a free drink and I convinced myself that he was in love with me. He um, was. And he was just so hot. So I was like, oh my God, we're in love. Like, oh my God, come back. Baby, come back. Baby, come back. You can blame it all. What about your DoorDash merch? Oh. Yeah, how do you forget that? Oh my fucking God, guys. I wish I put this in the weekend recap. We Okay, so me and my friend, we ordered food when we got back to the hotel on Friday. And we were fucking starving. So we're standing outside, okay? We fucking the Uber the DoorDash driver calls me and he's like, "Can you come to the back of the building because that's where I am?" And we were like, um, "We're from out of state. We have no idea our head from our ass like, right now." Like we're staying in a hotel. Obviously, we don't. Yeah, I was like, "Can you just please come to the front? Like I'm in the front circle. Like you literally can't miss it." And this guy that's standing on the street goes, "What the fuck, dude? Like it's the front of the hotel. How did he fucking miss it?" And I was like, "I know, right?" So then we start talking to him. He goes into a, his car and he walks out in a DoorDash shirt and a DoorDash hat. He put it on in the car and he goes, "I work for DoorDash, by the way. I'm like one of the managers or whatever." And he was working at the festival at the DoorDash booth. So he comes out and he's like, "We're gonna fuck with your driver." And he puts DoorDash glasses on us. He gives Bree a bucket hat because she asked for it. He was like, "I have one left." And I was like, "Bucket hats look bad on me, anyways. It's okay." <laughs> And we literally are standing there just talking to the fucking DoorDash guy, like dancing with our DoorDash merch on. And the DoorDash guy that was delivering our food finally comes up and he's like, holy fuck, and hands us our food and runs away. Oh my God. <laughs> he's like, I mess with the wrong people. Literally. Literally. It was so funny. And the weird, like that crazy shit like that always fucking happens. It does. Always happens to me. Yeah. Us in general. Really more so you. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay, we made besties with the DoorDash guy. We made besties with the people that worked at Dunkin' at the, the festival. I saw that too. Yeah, we got, like, went on their rooftop. And, like, they we got bucket hats there. It, looks, it still looked terrible on me, but I tried. I took it off. I put it on for sun protection. Um, but, yeah, those were my unhinged habits. And don't regret them. They were so much oh, fun. That's so amazing. Yeah. Sounds like so much fun. <sighs> I'm putting myself on voice rest. Yes. Vocal rest for the week. Yeah. <laughs> okay for like the day the night, the night. <laughs> my job is talking to people oh yeah so i don't know what's gonna happen can you like ice it like what else i don't know i guess like tea but like yeah no. tea no i don't know Maybe. i think really just like not talking but like yeah. that doesn't that's that not gonna work. happen yeah sorry like can't do that yeah i'll oh. figure something out yeah kind of sounds hot becky's so hot <laughs> I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna be able to stop singing Fletcher or Noah Khan for like three months straight. I'm so sorry. It's gonna be her whole personality. One hundred percent. Take your top off for Fletcher. Yes. Uh, Tits out for our girl. Well, guys, that's a wrap on season <laughs> one. Woo! This is so exciting. This has been so much fun. We can't wait to come back for season two. It'll only be a couple weeks. Don't miss us too much. We're gonna miss you. Yeah. And we're going to still be active on Instagram. Oh, 100%. Active on Instagram. We're going to be making everything come to life. We'll keep you updated. Yeah, you'll be throughout the process with us. We'll vlog it. We'll, like, document it. Mm -hmm. Big there, things to come. Big things. If there's anything you want us to talk about in Season 2, please let us know. If there's any suggestions, comments, questions. If you want your own submissions to be on the show, please. If you want to be a guest. Yes, we are looking for guests. We have a couple in mind, but we're always open to some, yeah. you know, options, some suggestions. So. 
Thank you guys. This has been like so much fun and we're going to be back better than ever. Exactly. Better than ever. We Um, love you. Love you. See ya. Bye.